0: something else, episode 78. We uh, and we are here, the last episode of 2020. Can't get the hell out of this this year fast enough. Uh, fellas, what's good?
1: We're here, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. E, fellas, <sighs> <let's>, you know, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, bro. Just Oh man, just happy to be here. That's <laughs> just just leave it at that. I'm just happy to be breathing, bro. Super fly.
3: Yeah, I'm echoing that one. Always blessed to be breathing, healthy. You know what I'm saying. Salute to everybody. Is getting through this tough time right now. I know it's um the holidays. Every people struggle with that, and it's a whole another level this year with the amount of loss that people have experienced. So. Um, and prayers and thoughts are with them.
0: I'm glad you said that. I want to dedicate this show to two people tonight. Uh one, uh my uncle, well, to us, Uncle Bunny. I think everybody got an Uncle Bunny in their family. Um passed away um, on the 26th, I believe day after Christmas. And I want to also dedicate show to a classmate of mine, uh Ronald Pittman, uh, better known as JR he passed away from uh, COVID uh, last past couple of days. So, and also, we want to keep um, the families in prayer and get through these tough times. Uh, and uh, if, if you can, reach out to your family members and just check on them, you know, make sure everybody's doing all right in time. So, but uh, shout out to E. We'll see you. We're supposed to do a show with OTTO tomorrow, but. Um, you know that had to be rescheduled so we'll get to we we'll get to it in 2021 but uh praise with everybody so all right fellas uh here we go last uh episode of 2020 that's wrap right. let me get that off to of you all right uh, well, what can i say it was bound to happen uh it was written on a. On the wall last week, it's just a matter of when, right? Uh, so the Washington football team did away with their quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. Well, they officially got rid of him uh, Monday. No, Monday, right? Yeah, Monday, yesterday. and But uh, I think his, his, his career in Washington came to an end Sunday, third quarter maybe.
1: Probably earlier than that.
0: Right. And the thing is, you know it's bad when the third stick put the third string in. And this guy was literally like fresh off of college college exams, I believe, right?
1: Um, he had been like he's he's been in the league a couple years, but I mean he's always been like a third stringer guy. Um, but actually what was killing me was Bamani Jones had a tweet where he was like, yeah, they like the the football team started Haskins, and I want to call him Heineken because it's so hilarious. Um, <laughs> that His last name is so close to Heineken, so but he was like, you know, they just actually thought that maybe Dwayne Haskins was better than Heineken was, and now they found out that he wasn't. So you know, they didn't need to keep him around anymore.
0: That was pretty bad that he came in and actually had a better game, better percentage rating, and everything, and. It was, something weird happened at some point in the game. You thought Haskins was going to come in for a double quarterback play, and he goes in and he pads Heineken on the back and walks back off the field. Just another display of what the hell and Dwayne Haskins watched the football teams. Um,
3: I, I didn't want to know that I was way off on my take last week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: None of us are fortune tellers, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, big like, deal. Right.
0: <laughs> but just, so we you know winning cures cures everything, right? So say Haskins actually went in and looked really good this past week, won the game, and I think if they would have won, it would have locked in the, the East, right? Yeah. And that this was another chance this guy had. Uh, Absolutely another chance, like an uh, indirect another chance, because at the beginning of the week last week, everybody's out. It's just a matter of time. But if you go in to perform, Alex isn't ready, and you get a playoff win, perhaps, you know, that some of the underlying stories has been going on, it kind of gets swept under the rug, and maybe perhaps you make it back on the roster. Who knows? But he blew that. And this is uh, the picture I got. It was actually a picture of the game uh, from Sunday, and uh, this is how it was. Like, sitting to himself look staring off into the you know the air or whatever and no one's paying him any attention
2: what opportunity man yeah like what what was his rookie contract like what was that not to be I in mean, his
1: pockets
0: well when they, is the guaranteed uh,
1: money coming to not everything now so yeah. like the rookie deals are they're not what they used to be um who is it sam not sam Darnold, but uh the dude who's drafted by the rams Oh, I was like, um, Jamarcus yeah. was the reason why they put in that those rookie deals, right? He, the, it was either it was either Stafford or it was the kid. Um, Stafford
2: was the last one that got that crazy rookie. Like, right,
1: the you know that initial still crazy rookie money where you're the highest paid player and you haven't even played it down yet. Um, they've scaled that back quite a bit. So, I mean, yeah. and it's one of those things where I hope you know i hope he gets another opportunity just so you know hopefully he can he can learn from it i don't i don't like wishing down on anyone do but, you see uh, that happening yeah 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 like we were kind of talking in the group chat like he's he's still too young and he and it's not like a um like an rg3 thing where he's coming off of an injury where you're kind of scared of that uh, since no one's investing any draft capital into this guy They can literally just bring him in on the cheap, and if he doesn't work out, it's no skin off of their back. So I think that he'll at least, like, he's not out of opportunities yet, but it's not like he has very many left to go. You know what I mean? I'm going to play devil's advocate on that,
2: and I'm going to say that I don't think he is going to get another chance because you have a smaller amount of um, sample size when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL, right? You have the amount that come through college that come in you got, like I said, most most teams are keeping at least two to three as the backup, right? So you look at the character that he's bringing to the table, you're not going to have anybody that's going to be like a character witness for him because who is that going to come from, right? Not only that, but like you said, even if they're not using draft picks or nothing to get him really, you're talking about him being a third string that's really not Really, gonna do anything but take up a roster spot, you know what I mean? So, it's almost as if he'd have to go to the XFL, prove that he can actually still play the game at a high level, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? And then, and then kind of walk back into it. But I think when you look at it from a standpoint, and one of the um, the guy Booger McFarlane was talking about it that you know, he didn't take it as a business, you know what I mean? And you're talking about the amount of money that somebody's going to invest in this guy, regardless if they said second chance or not. He didn't even run about it as if it was his own business, as this is how I'm going to do that. Somebody's paying me millions of dollars to go throw a football that anybody in the world would definitely run and take that. You know what I'm saying? As a as a chance to, you know, feed your family or just, you know, have a salary. So I think that because how it happened, the way it happened. And it almost kind of has that, uh, like you said, it has that Russell feel, that Russell, which, you know, for me being an Oakland, you know, a Raider fan, it hurts, you know what I'm saying? Because you spent that money on him, but you realize the potential that that person could have, even if he was a a bottom line, uh, not even a superstar, like what they call now just a role player, you know, somebody who can get you a first down. You know, that's that, he doesn't have to win games, but let everybody else win the game. What's wrong like with being, mental. yeah? But what's wrong with being that, but still being in the right. league, still collecting the check when you're not doing that now?
0: Right. Is is this a jinx of the, the hometown jinx? Too many distractions, making probably decent money for a twenty plus year old. Um Is this? I mean, this is this is one of the reasons why KD didn't want to come here because there's too many distractions. Plus, the Wizards, I mean, no one going will come to the Wizards, but um, hometown jinx, and they, another thing is they, they took Heisman's, I mean, Heisman's jersey out of retirement to give to this kid. So it's just like, I don't know about the
3: hometown jinx. I think is the uh, organization jinx. Like, don't forget, we, we brought it up last week. The owner is uh, settling out of court for one point six million dollars for sexual harassment. Uh, so, and that's the owner. Like, this, this this starts at the top. The organization starts at the top, man. So, and he
1: was is. integral in this pick. Like, that's the whole story right. behind the pick again you know is that he's meddling in the draft when this dude is he's probably not even good at managing a madden squad and you can adjust the difficulty you know what i mean like this dude is out here just not going with the football people just trying to do his own thing and it's like you know man it's been 20 years at what point are you going to realize that maybe that joint isn't for you right exactly so
0: the question is could you have gotten Haskins later in the draft and got and used that first round draft pick to
2: get someone else? <laughs> Let's not, I, I'm just not to be that one, but DK Metcalf would have still been on the board
1: too. There was um, some reports out there that, you know, he was, Definitely a first-rounder, and then there's other reports out there that teams didn't see him as anything earlier than a third or a fourth. So, you know, it's always situational when it comes to the quarterbacks in the draft because the, the teams that need them are either going to take them there or they're all going to be gone, you know, because people are just going to take their shot. But literally, the you know, th- then they had to trade back into the first round to draft they drafted montez sweat they came back into the first round drafted montez sweat and and the word on the street is is that move was to appease the football people in the building because that was the first round pick that they wanted so they found a way to trade back into the first round so it was kind of like a, oh everyone's happy ownership got their quarterback you know the football people got their defensive player and actually montez sweats shaping up to be a really good pick and we, again, see what happens when, you know, Danny Boy is meddling his little tiny fingers and everything.
0: And, and real quick before we wrap up, which, where do you go from, from here? I mean, you're in a position now where you have to go get another quarterback. Do you – I mean, because we don't know how long Alex is going to hold up. And at this point, you know, you keep Alex as a, good, a backup? I mean, he's a veteran. But you put him as a backup, maybe perhaps third string as, a co- you know, one of those player coaches, a leader. To the next person up, but you almost have you cannot you cannot go and get another quarterback. You can't, you know. This is this is the story. You can't go. You're in a position where you have to get one, but you can't go get another one. I mean, Cam, I'm assuming, will be available. Cam Damn. and
1: Ron,
0: Cam and Ron have a relationship. <laughs> um, I mean, there's, there's probably other veterans that so you, I don't know.
1: They yeah, got. They're gonna have to get, get somebody, somebody some at some point. You know. I think, I think,
3: I mean, if Alex Smith can be successful, you can go get – you got to just go get another veteran that, you know what I mean, is not going to make a lot of ways, not going to make a lot of mistakes.
1: And I don't know if Smith actually still has another year in his deal because if he has another year in his deal, it's like a player option or something like that. We're going to know whether he's going to be on the team or not because he's going to either re-up or, you know, he might already just be locked and loaded, ready to go. But the thing is, is if he comes in this weekend – They end up winning the game. They make the playoffs. They're locked into a a draft pick in the first round in the 20s. Whereas if they lose, don't make the playoffs, they have a top, like, 12 pick. And the difference in terms of being able to actually get a quarterback that people are going to rate well, you know, it's a little bit different. But I have to believe that the guys are going to try to go out this weekend to try to win, whether it's Alex or whether it's Heineken back there. And that's going to, you know, have a big effect on their draft position.
0: I will say when the, the Washington football team doesn't go after a quarterback right away, they normally draft well. Because look at Chase Young. Kerrigan was was
1: big. Uh, like uh, They've like, actually done pretty well in the first round. But if you look at, like, their second, third, fourth round picks, they're not hitting on those. And
2: that's how you fill the roster out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody hit auto draft after the first round. Right. Uh,
0: All right. So the next story, uh, something that surprised me. I still haven't seen the full interview. CB, you said you watched it. I'm sit down and watch it. I heard it was a really good interview, probably interview of the year, as a lot of people are saying. Um, But Pharrell uh, shared a tidbit that he had wrote uh, fronting for Prince. And that's like a huge Easter egg that, you know, when you listen to it now, you can hear him with the falsetto, the guitar and the riff, and then all of a sudden you can, in your mind, hear Prince possibly performing that song. And it's crazy. I would love to have heard a version of that, but, you know, it was huge for Pharrell, by the way. And I'm assuming Jay-Z wouldn't have been on it if, if Prince would have been.
3: Probably not. I mean, is there any other, like, what what records can you remember, Prince Records, you remember that were produced by somebody else? Because um, that's why I'm wondering, like, is it just, like, he doesn't think, he didn't want that record because it just wasn't his sound or him making that sound, you know what I mean, even though it was a hit record?
0: So, on, like, the, back when singles were released, you know, you had the, the regular version and, like, the maxi single, whatever. It was mm-hmm. a version of the greatest romance um, ever sold. Yeah, Pharrell sold. did a remake. Yeah, Pharrell yeah. and a Neptune's did a remake. But I don't know, like when it comes down to that, like is that the? Because at the time, I think Prince was signed to Arista, one of these record labels. Uh, you know, is that the record label pulling the you know their power play saying, hey, you know, we're gonna put Pharrell, you know, a Neptune's remix to accompany whatever else you have. Um, and only other time that I've seen. Outside of you know the Wendy Alisa days, yeah, the more recent is the um, his his last swirl with his band. Uh, he actually let um, the drummer's husband Josh Welton like write and pr- well produce the whole okay. album. He actually gave him credit for it. But before then, I mean, we, we which, at this point we're talking about a, a older changing Prince. You know, we're looking for a new sound. But back in the day, like he was. Like outside of Wendy and Lisa, you're not finding nobody else's credits on those albums.
2: Right. Uh, I don't know. I think I think I think because I think because he probably heard it and maybe that to him, he probably said, I would change this up that he decided not to do it. Because again, you can you can like we can hear him on the track, but also feel like Prince would have been in there and been like, but I would have done it this way, or I would have kind of created right. this sound to it. Cause again, it would have been more. Uh, if you will, I feel like it would have had more instruments that would have led up to a different type of front and you know whole. It wouldn't
3: have been a club record, right?
2: Right. It wouldn't have been a club record, <laughs> but but it would have been from Prince, and everybody would be like, "Should still dope." You know what I mean? And but,
0: I'm, I'm assuming that Pharrell would have gave him clear control to change what he wanted to change. Um, and he also said this stuff, the one the version that we heard here today is the there's not the demo that he pitched to Prince. But, right. you know, was close. So, right.
1: yeah, it would have been interesting. Um, just one of those things where you, like, what well, could have been, right? Later in that interview, though, because uh, Noriega asked him, he's like, yo, have you hit everybody on your wish list? And he counted the remix, the Prince remix, as him actually getting, yeah. you know, to work with Prince. And it was actual, not, and, you know, this is only just funny because it's Michael. But he had a hilarious story. Yeah. About how he, you know, Michael would call him, but he never actually did a song with him. And Michael was trying to get like a super thug type beat off of him or something like that. <laughs> it's hilarious.
0: Oh it was like, really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's you
3: know, really like, like, what? <laughs>
0: yeah. But I will say as we as we transition into albums, I don't know if you ever heard Kanye's remix to Billy Dean. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, and that came on on like the 25th, whatever anniversary that was of the album, and that was actually pretty dope. Just to hear, you know, a classic kind of remix. Not all not all remixes work, but that one right. was actually kind of kind of dope. Um, and just real quick, while we're talking about Prince and Michael Jackson, I don't know if you ever, Manny Cravens gave her an interview over the summer, and he said that, um, he was actually talking to Naomi Campbell, he said that he was at home chilling and he got a call from Prince saying, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. He said, all right, get ready. Said, what does that mean? You, he said he had been up partying for like three days straight and he hadn't really showered. So Prince is going to come pick him up all clean and he's like still smelling like three days ago. So they he said, where are we going? He's like, we're going to go see Mike. And so he says Prince takes him to Michael Jackson's studio and they're all in the room together, just the three of them telling stories and cl- joking back and forth and clowning on each other. He says, this is the stuff that you don't get to hear, you don't get to know because everybody thought they were a rival and, you know, they were always in competition, but they were actually friends behind the scenes.
1: That's hilarious. That's crazy. Yeah. It's wild to think about because the, you know, the rivalry is, you know, at this point, it's like stuff a legend, you know, especially since they're both not around anymore. So to hear stories like that is like insightful and interesting. And you'll really like actually getting to watch that throughout the full three oh, hours yeah. of it. Because if you think that that's the only tidbit, there is so much stuff that yeah, day, gotta, like, it, it, it was I, I was in the gym yesterday. Just I was, I was like, like, yo, I'm not even listening to music. I just need to have this on. Like, I started watching it on YouTube, went to the the podcast on Spotify and just listened through the rest of it there because I was like, yo, I couldn't stop listening to what was going on. All the stories were just fascinating.
0: And I did hear that uh, when Prince found out Mike had died, that he went and locked himself in a room for three days just to grieve. then he came out and went and wrote music. Wow. So Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Stuff like yeah. that, you'll, you'll never hear it, you know. It, sometimes it doesn't, you know, public the privacy is not, certain things are private and you'll never hear it unless somebody wants to start talking. But all right, so this is the episode that we we build to every year. We got E on board now, so it's probably going to take a little longer to get out. I mean, it'll be an interesting conversation. So this is where we do our, this is our first one, our televised too, like live. So normally this is all audio and it comes out on Friday, but none. This is the live results. The results are in, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I, I have everybody's results. Um, so we gonna Let's start. We're gonna start with albums. This is, this is where we're at. Uh, so what we're gonna do, and I will say, I told I was telling CB and E that there was there was an album that I thought would be on everybody's playlist. Surprisingly, is not on everybody's playlist. Top five, I should say. There's one that I was like, "Oh, this is this is for sure," and it's it's not. That's not the one that's repetitive. All right, so what we're gonna do? We'll um, I'm gonna highlight everybody, and then we'll start with everybody's uh, fifth pick, and work our way around. Uh, so since E is new to the. Sure, and I I've got all the graphics ready. So he who do you have for any first of all? Any honorable mentions. You didn't text me honorable mentions, but do you have anything that was that was right there on the bubble of getting in and you just couldn't do it? Uh
2: yeah, the uh um uh what was it? The uh the Freddie Gibbs, uh the fantini one. That it, it was it was on it was it was on the brain. And I and I'm gonna be honest, the reason why
0: honorable mention to the Freddie Gibbs
2: okay yeah let me tell you the reason why uh and and it's it's only it's to my fault right is I stacked it up to last year's album and and I shouldn't have done it but I, I played last year's album more than I played this year's yeah. album so I had so I couldn't necessarily put it in there because I'm still on last year's album right so maybe next year <laughs> <laughs> 2021 I'll be on the on the Fetting you know thinking like hey this is now I'm I'm here for it but last year's album still to this to still to right now still hits it's crazy like, Yeah, I, mean, I kind
3: of put Mad Lib and Freddie as this own thing you know what I'm saying yeah, like I can't when it's in a different production then I don't even try to compare the two to each other right, but right. that joint is I love uh pinata and um
0: Yo, cocaine. What's,
3: that, what's the that's- other joint uh I'm blanking on it. The zebra jump. Shit camera. Bandana. Bandana. There we oh, go. Yeah,
2: yeah. See, bandana just still to this day. Like you hear it, you could let that thing ride. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying, that's why I said I get caught up in knowing that that's what I figure his body of work should be. And if I don't hear that when I first start hearing it, then it's like I gotta wait on it. Now I even try I even tried to go back to it, but I would want to go listen to Bandana again. Just yeah. awesome. And that's I will say
0: he was smart to switch production completely so you're not chasing what bandana was like you can you can deliver another dope album and with alchemist and alchemist wasn't you know he was kind of pretty you know all over the place last year or this year so number five who do you what do you what you pick for your number five
2: all right everybody can give me flat for it it's all right but i'm all over the board uh my number five is brent Fayez. fuck the world right uh dmv uh, great production. I feel like he's. Let me. I'm gonna put it to you like this. He could potentially be the East Coast version of Nate Dogg, and let me tell you the reason why. Understand how he breaks down his lyrics. How he. It, it's almost like that. Uh, if you were that that gangster R&B kind of like riff. Uh, you look at his production. You look at who he kind of um, kind of like uh, attracts into that you know what i mean and the way it happens now granted i feel like his his album with uh with the other cat that that they call sonder is a lot better but if you look at after world it's only 30 minutes i mean it could have been an ep but uh i think at the end of the day uh in this instance from the r&b side of the house short is better with great production and the content is where it needs to be in order for it for me that's why it fit the number five
0: Okay. CB. CB, any honorable mentions? You didn't text me honorable mentions, but did you have anything that you you want to bubble with?
1: Yeah. Um. And we, kind of in the group chat, we we kind of Superfly definitely touched on this a little bit. Like for whatever reason, I didn't spend as much time with newer music in 2020. I did have a lot of going back to stuff um, you know that I was real comfortable with and uh, just to get get through you know what I mean um, but even with that said still had a couple that didn't make the cut that were in the running uh, the Freddie Gibbs joint for sure and then um, this was really the last cut for me was the spillage village joint um, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that no, was run- that was one that, uh, you know, I was waiting on, but the night that it dropped, you know, listen, listen through the whole thing. Um, that was one of the ones that just barely missed the cut for me, uh, this year, but it, one of my favorite projects for sure.
0: Son of a bitch. I forgot about that album. <laughs> there was so much music this year, dog. And I yeah, dog. No, I... Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Um. But so in my fifth spot, um, I had uh, Circles by Mac Miller. Um, one of those things where Kaleo, me and you have talked about this, me and you both feel like we were kind of late to the game on Mac, um, really didn't yeah. develop the appreciation for him until you know he had passed, unfortunately. And so obviously this project, once we knew it was coming, um, became something to, to look forward to. And even though this isn't necessarily the type of album that I would get super hyped up for and everything, um, it was one that hit real hard. And just the context of everything that had happened to him, um, you know, it, it kind of just made the, the album stand out to me on the year. So it's one of the ones that I felt like needed to be spotlighted.
0: Dope, oh, dope. Oh. oh, man. Son of a gun. I, ah, Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I'll throw myself in it. So um, honorable mentions, um, it was tough. I, I told you I was I was battling because I I listened to four different albums today that weren't on my list at all. I had listened to them these, and these bands, these albums were ridiculous. Uh but I will say one of um, that's not even on honorable mention, but I'm gonna talk about it real quick, is um the Who Made the Sunshine West Side Gun Joint.
3: It was hard to pick one Griselda record, right?
0: Uh, I was okay. only putting
3: one on my list, though.
0: God, yeah, look, you're right because every, all four of listen to were Griselda, album, and that Westside Gun. Good grief! But I'm just going to talk about my honorable mentions. Um, I was I was dedicated to hip hop this year for the most part, uh, but I had to. I couldn't let it go. I gave the Eminem a completely a whole nother listen to, out and I lyrically. The album is is dope. And then like some really good production. Uh, uh, I'm going to give it an honorable mention. then then um, Action Bronson, uh, Only for Dolphins, the production on that album is just ridiculous. Um, and then, you know, a- action can flow. But my number five, you know, I always got to throw a wild card in there. And I got to think outside the box because I listen to everything. And I was looking for an R&B album to throw in there, so it wouldn't just be just rap. And I'm uh, I'm gonna say Tiana Taylor's mm. style was Damn.
1: actually a
0: pretty good album. <laughs>
1: I love that reaction-wise,
0: reaction, e. production-wise, I mean the way the songs were put together was like dope yeah. album from top to bottom. Um yeah, so that's that's kind of my wild card because I had to throw an RB and I thought it was a pretty dope album.
3: Yeah, I wish that joint would have came out in different times because oh we'd have been god. running so many. It would have like,
2: been. It's nothing but.
3: Oh my god! Yeah,
2: but she walked away from that album too. Like that's it. Like I'm done. Like that's how you know she put. She put it. I think she did though. I like I said. I think she she put it at time. But yeah, that, I mean, just damn, I forgot about that album.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I didn't rank like mine from one to five. But I'm trying to stick with how you had it or how I sent them in. So the first one I had was an honorable mention was the, uh, it's a J Electronica album, but I call it a Jay-Z album. <laughs> uh, a written testimony. Uh, it was one of my favorites to listen to. And just like, I know, you know, people have, have uh, their you know qualms with Farrakhan, but sometimes hearing that music during these times is just something that you need just to kind of light the fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can't you can't lay down during these times. And we you you hear somebody that's telling us we gotta stand up and his music, you know what I mean, really just put that battery in my back to keep going. So that's why and I, that's I,
0: mission, it, it took about what 10 we've been waiting for this album for 10 years almost. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's how he got Jay on every track because he was able to trick him and get this one track from him every year miss Swindle,
3: man like <laughs> j.e. is the is a you know a master finesse finesse yeah. guy but the album is dope uh, yeah, you know, Um, and then like like i said i didn't rank these but the the first one we'll talk about is um salt's album untitled black is. is they put out two projects uh this year Yep. Um, but that first one was the one I, I definitely played the most and a lot because it just had it ran a gamut of like music that you can just ride around to, music you can kind of mo- meditate to, and then also it was like super militant, even though it was laid back, like the lyrics and stuff like that, just really, you know what I'm saying, had me charged up. So to me, like one of the albums of the year definitely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Dope album. Um I didn't Really get on to uh, that album until mid year. I think it just popped up as recommended albums to listen to, and I, I was like, "Good great. So, yeah. All right.
2: Uh, yeah. So that was we got through got through five pretty quick. All right, four. Well, well you already know it's it's, it's going to be a, a West Coast bias a little bit out of nowhere. You know, for me. Uh, and unfortunately it's not even probably who some people probably thought I would have picked from the West, but, uh, my number four, Joe Moses, right? Mm-hmm. West side too. Um, here's the thing with Joe Moses. I think one, first of all, let's just take it back. If you still from the West, a lot of times they don't automatically put him in that category of in the bar game, right? Can't spit it's it's a different type of style uh but you talking about for me listening to a whole body of work is production it's the flow it's the how they put it together uh if you will features samples all of the above and joe moses has always been one of those cats that never really got his due based upon you know just he never he never went for that that I need that you know that uh that feature that's gonna get me mainstream, and I feel like he's always kind of been that way. But I mean, when I talk about when this came out, I was like the first to download it. I felt like, and this was the workout music too. Like throughout throughout the pandemic, like you could just hit this and keep going. So, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm keeping it keeping it on the west side with Joe Moses. Rock with Joe Moses.
0: Dope, 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 dope. We're gonna switch the order at some point, but. All right.
1: Uh, so I'm cheating a little bit um, <laughs> because this album actually originally came out in 2015, but literally after two days because of lawsuits and stuff, it was stripped from all the streaming services and became a title exclusive. I didn't have title. So this joint immediately became unavailable to me up until... Probably two years ago, I actually had Kaleo uh, get me a copy of it. But um, for me, it's the Free Weezy album. From um, like anyone that knows me knows that Lil Wayne, especially from the start, of, like the mid two thousands um, up through that run that he had in the early twenty tens and everything, is he's he's on my uh, not to get political my Mount Rushmore uh, when it comes to when it comes to rap and hip hop and stuff, and so the fact that this became available to me on Spotify after five years, like it was, I was like, bro, I just immediately, it was just on just, and not that I hadn't listened to it already. Not that it wasn't something that I'd already listened to front to back, but the fact that now it was available to me everywhere that I could find it and it was easily accessible. Um, I'll still glory the the first track on there is one of my most played songs of 2020 spotify told me so and you know that's all, that's all you got to know that's all that's like that in itself you know gets it gets it up there <laughs> he is never safe from great Right. <laughs> all right
0: um so for my number four, it was it was tough. I knew I wanted to get Tion on the radar, but then after that, I had to start diving into my hip hop a little bit and figuring out what was what. So for my number four, I got the Run the Jewels four. Ooh. Um, That's easily one could have been album of the year. Um,
3: yeah, the album was
0: crazy. Yeah, from and then like the rollouts for the album was actually dope. Like they they dropped the two singles like over a little period of time, and then it showed up in Ozark. But great production and uh, Pharrell makes an appearance on there. Two chains, um, even a song with um can um, singers. Uh, I can't think our name right now. Early. Mavis Staples. Maybe the familiar. song with Mavis Staples is crazy.
3: Dope yeah yeah great point on the album nuts yeah
0: exactly um and i actually forgot about this and once i started diving back into what i listened to the most earlier in the year on titles, this popped up i was like, oh my god i completely forgot about it run the jewels four yeah that's that title
3: man this should make this this whole process a lot easier because i don't i hear so much music i don't even be knowing
0: Right. <laughs> you know what I'm
3: saying? So I'm kind of mad I missed out on that one, put it on my list, but that deserves to be on my list. Um, for me, number, f- uh, I didn't rank them, but the next one I'll bring up is um, Knowledge, 1988. Um, one of my favorite producers, you know, part of No Worries, um, out of Jersey, but it's out on the West side now. Um, but yeah, just a crazy, the way he flips samples, like old R&B joints, old, uh, a lot of gospel um stuff on there, like definitely a great listen just to put on and vibe too. Like for me, because being a DJ, like I can't listen to all that radio club shit all the time. Like I have to listen to my personal stuff has to be completely different from what I'm gonna play in the club. So Go this ahead. was a joint that I just ran to death. No
0: problem. No problem. All
2: right. All right, round three. All right. Um, so I figured I think this might be the one. But um I I took a long listen to this one. Uh but uh Benny the Butcher, uh Burton of Ooh. Proof, this... another good one, damn. Just like by-
3: one. <laughs> <laughs> Griselda, Griselda if you put all the albums together, they would have won this joint. It it
2: just it just uh Man, I don't know. I mean, you talk about body of work, uh, features, the just the the production. Um yeah. I didn't even lie to you. To be honest with you, it almost seemed like it was it was like a score to a to a movie, if you really, if you listen to it, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's what kind of got me to it was the way that it was that it way the way it was put together. It felt like it was a score to damn near any mob movie or gangster movie that you can watch and it played into from start to finish how you would want to see a movie and that's why i took i took into it and uh, i'm gonna be honest with you uh the 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 track with uh with wayne and uh sean uh low keys kind of probably is i think it might be the best song of the year to be honest with you as well so you know when you kind of butt that up against it you know it and the other part of it the songs without a feature hold its own to that song, and that song is crazy.
3: I remember hitting y'all up in the car, like, "Yo, did y'all hear this
0: record? <laughs> this is <not.">
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. Wayne, man. Oh my god, I was like, "This joint is crazy." Right. He he got he got mixtape wheezy to come out that day because woo, like I was easily
1: hit. one of his best verses in years. Yeah, he might have been sitting on that verse.
0: <laughs> it might be okay. like yeah, he
1: brought it out the right time. It. If that was the case
0: exactly all right and that's, that's dope that's dope that was a dope album
1: um i would ex- i would assume i would be the only person to even think of this uh next one to be on my list personally um i don't know if you're gonna find it on too many of the critically acclaimed lists either but wanna by Gunna, um i had as my number three this entire joint i felt like i was kind of late um but it's just this dude is a vibe listening to his music um, it's it just gets you in a certain mood and that mood is generally good um, and the joint that he has with young thug on there dollars on my head i've run that so much this year that i was like yeah actually why was i sleeping on the entire album and so i went back i was like okay let me run this through and i was like damn why did it take me so long to actually get around to just listening to the whole thing and you know it's one of those things where I, i'm a fan now so like i this this had to be be noted for me
0: shout out to young thug who made the the claim that no one knew 20 days <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: i mean no one, no one said that he was a scholar
2: you I mean, know every every interview this guy just says something that just doesn't need that needs to be deleted for real. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh for me, so this is where it's started getting thick for my my top three, but I'm gonna go with um J Electronica written testimony. Uh like I said, ten years ten years of waiting for album and he didn't disappoint. Uh, I love his flow. And then on top of that, he was able to sneak Jay-Z on every track. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and but the thing is, like he had like classic Ho. Like Ho wasn't just like seat filling, like he was he was spitting bars like throughout, yes. the, throughout the song. And then production wise, good stuff. Um and it's one, I I revisit this um bunch of times throughout the year, especially during, COVID like you know you just need good music, and production and just whatever and actually a message, so um, yeah J Electronica number three. Well, that's for you uh, CB. No, no, wait a minute.
2: No, that was for the gunner one. It is. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, man, I'm with um, uh, I'm with E on this one. Around, like, it was just tough to figure out which Griselda record to put on, and I'm glad that he picked that one because I was struggling. I was, I was putting that one in, taking it out, putting it in, taking it out. So pause. But yeah, I was. uh, (laughs) But uh, I put on the West Side Gun, uh. Pray for Paris album. And I don't, I mean, they're, they're neck and neck, man. Like, I just, I just knew I couldn't put more than one Griselda join in there. And I really I actually kind of look at all of them, di- all those releases this year as kind of just one Long big song. release. Yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. It's just fire and just bars and hard beats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like, what Without, else can you ask for? You know,
0: the three projects this year. I didn't even realize that.
3: Yeah. And, and it, the cover is crazy. That that album is nuts,
0: man. Ridiculous. Pray for Paris but Fly God is an awesome God too. And then the um the Who Made the Sunshine. that
3: and he got a joint coming in with Mad Lib. Hopefully next year. I did hear we'll about see. it. Like it's gonna be too much. <laughs> All
2: right.
0: We're
2: yeah, that's, back. Uh, that's a fire one. i yeah, that's that was tough. That was tough.
0: I mean, hey, once you start digging toward getting close to the, I mean, we're, we're top two now. Right? This is this is this is where thinking comes into play hard because these albums are the ones that matter to you for this year.
2: Uh that's that's a that's a great segue because I will say that uh, this individual, this artist, um, I feel like he's um, he's a part of a, a superstar crew that he's trying to make his own lane without having to piggyback off of who's on the label. Right. And when you that dope, that's probably one of the hardest things to do to the point where he even made a song about it. The very last song, uh, windows cry. But my second album of the year is by reason the beginnings, the the nice. whole, the whole entire, the whole entire album. Um, uh, you know, I think you hear reasons, you expect something from it, uh, and I've been listening to him for a while. And if you, I still hear uh, maturity in the progression of the songs that he gives us. Um, and this album being as personal as it was, uh, again, the very last song. Even hearing him when he was talking about it on uh, Joe Button's podcast, he was saying how he played it for for Top, and he said you better keep that on there. They realized how raw it was. The fact that he would talk about you know, all the stuff that's going on and thinking that he can just get a verse from Kendrick just because he's on the label. You know what I mean? It is what it is. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, this this album right here, though, this, again, can play I like, it wasn't too many albums that I was playing back-to-back or just letting it on repeat and not even realize that I just listened to it for two to four hours and it just kept playing. So, this is definitely that one.
0: Right, right, right.
1: <sighs> the two spot, um, this one, yeah, yeah, um, and actually, the significance of this album for me is that it came out right before everything got shut down. So, this is one of the projects that I remember like being in the gym and being like, all right, I gotta run through this because I gotta, you know, listen to this, all this new music, um, and it was literally right as everything was getting shut down. We were getting sent home from work, starting to work from home. Gyms were closing. And um, there was actually just a handful of songs. There's a lot of songs on the project. So I know it's not for Superfly. Um, the, the total runtime time on the deluxe edition is an hour and 45 minutes, which is insane. <laughs> um, but uh, the Lil Uzi Vert, Eternal Atake. And then um, when you do the deluxe version, it's Love versus World Two. But basically, there was enough joints on here that I just had in the rotation consistently. Um, even if there was too there's probably too much content for me to be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm not gonna skip anything. Like there's gonna be those tracks when you have almost two hours worth of music in most cases, but there was a lot of joints on here that I just consistently was running. Um, and this is gonna be one of those projects that sticks out to me because of just the timing of it. So it's, uh, you know, I have those feelings of just starting to, you know, be be sent home and, you know, kind of just being in, in the crib and locked up and all, this was one of the albums that I was listening to during that time. Um, so, you know, this is one of the ones that ended up being high on the list No,
0: oh, oh, no. Okay. Um, music that matters. It was tough getting to, getting to number two. Um, because I knew my last two, one of them had to be two, one of them had to be number one, right? Um, and we, we kind of touched basis on this album earlier. Uh, but I went with, um. Alfredo is my, my number two. Uh, wow. because yo, I, I was saying the Mad Lib Project, the Bandana Project was I think was almost all of our number ones that year it came out. It may not have been my thing. Yep. I took I think Pusha T was my number one that year, whatever it was.
1: It was uh, in consideration, that
0: was for it, sure. It was top five. And then again, production, hip hop, this this year, uh, just production and, and bars and I think that it was a, a really good follow-up and just, I was I was surprised by some of the I was surprised by Tyler, the creator's verse on, uh, the one song and just even yeah. being on the record I yeah, mean, I guess he did have a
3: record he did, I think he'd had, um, Earl Sweatshirt on the first, uh, joint with Mad Lib, but yeah yes
0: um, all around great project. Um, that's Freddie Gibbs, and that's uh Alfredo.
3: Let me consult my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next joint, uh, uh that, I, that I chose was um Thundercat, who to me had the video of the year with Dragon Ball Do Rag. That was my jam. I was using it as promo. For trash trivia, um, but the album, the dude's just a musical. He's a, he's a modern day musical genius, man. On the, on the bass, like, and just songwriting and just crazy ideas. You know, different tempos, like the double time stuff he'd be doing, the the stuff that sounds like drum and bass and jungle. Like, he's just super versatile, and is just also, you know, elite level instrumentalist. So for me, you know, just can't beat that combination.
0: Definitely, dope album, dope album. Sure. All right, here we go. This is where, this is it. This is everybody. We're on the top album of the year. Everybody's number ones. Everybody's album of the year. Um.
2: So. Well, so Eddie. I'm just, just, I'm gonna put it out there. Um, I was. feel like when this album came out a lot of people did not give it probably the just do probably just because of how it came out (laughs) uh and also just you know again he's never been that person that just kind of like does a he always created his own lane he does he kind of moves by his own beat you know what i mean um He's not gonna throw a bunch of singles out there to see how you feel. He's just throwing them out there when he's ready. He just drops it, right? Lyrically, still top top tier in my in my list. But uh, my number one album is Big Shine Detroit Two. And you talk about the number of songs and the fact that you can fully connect with content the whole way through, bruh and whether it's song titles that just kind of that kind of worked out for now, the stuff that he was talking about, dealing with like mental health and himself. Um, it, it again, when you, I guess if you will, you know, the whole purpose is trying to mature with the music you can listen to as well. But as you hear these artists that are getting older and going through either similar things or or things in that matter, and they can still verbally put it together the way that they can and still be dope with it. I felt like this album in and by itself uh, is the best album of the year. Uh underrated, overrated, all of the above, however you want to label it, this is the one that should get the, the head nod for the year. I um I listened to it twice again within the last
0: past two days. because uh, I, I mean I let's do it when the first game, but let's do it again twice just to make sure I wasn't missing something to cause it was this close uh, to the honorable mention. But then when I went back and listened to the M. I was like, ah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna give it to the Godfather of Detroit at this point. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, it was big. Uh, Detroit two dope album. Um, even when Sean goes with that that fast off beat cadence, um, you know, he, he he's saying a lot and it's good stuff. But I, I actually like Detroit two. Didn't make my list, but that's actually a that's, that's a good album. I can see that being album uh, number one for you our money ain't on anybody's list.
1: Yeah, that's definitely one I should have had as at least an honorable mention. So like that's that's on me for again uh, there being so, so much music that I'm not you know even yep. remembering here. Um but yeah top spot um we're talking about fire beats talking about crazy production uh we're talking about bars um, and I wasn't the one initially out of the crew that was the most hyped about this one. Like, um, I wasn't the one in the group chat that started, you know, hey, yo, did y'all listen to this yet? Like, I, was, I wasn't I was first. <laughs> but uh, DJ4 is my album of the year. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm mad I didn't put it on my list, man. <laughs> like, when we're t- from the first track when, when Yankee and the Brave Part 4 comes on, or episode 4 comes on, it's just attack, attack, like the entire time. And you guys know I love that. I, lo- I, I love the production on the album. I love just the bars the entire time. Um, there's a grittiness to it um, that, you know, is, is just something that speaks to me. So this this was one that, looking back on all of 2020 for me, this was the one that I was like, yo, from front to back, um, this was the this was the one. This was it.
0: Well, there's a skit on there. Um, I can't remember where it is in the album, I should know. But uh, and it, it reminded me of um, us starting this podcast. Kind sort of sort it was like, you know, yo, who is who's this white boy and this black dude together? Like you kind of
1: playing both no. sides, you don't like one of them, you're racist. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah like <laughs> subliminally subliminally, i think that there is something to that for why also why like you know it speaks to me but yeah, like we're like we've touched on the album already tonight like but it is one of those that there's enough tracks throughout the years like oh oh and that one damn like yeah they just they brought it on every one and it was damn, it's
0: a short album too so like I mean, exact
1: opposite of the little Uzi joint that I was talking about.
0: <laughs> when you That's get into bro. it, like, now i over you're like, oh my God.
1: So you can just keep running it. You know what yep. I mean? Like it's one of those things where I could literally go through it twice in the same span of time for some of the other joints out there. And this is one of the ones where I didn't need to skip anything. Right. Absolutely.
3: The record is like so hard and so intense. Like, I was oh like, I had that's probably why I didn't have it on my list because in my mind, I was like thinking of things that I listen to all the time. But that record is so intense, yeah. That and the world is so intense that I had to like listen and then put it down, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, sure. I don't want to have a heart attack today. I just <laughs> like, right, like that's when how the, dope the album is. Like,
0: I'm, um, not, I'm not gonna give any no spoiler alerts here, but when. Their song, um, the ooh la la whatever yeah. hits on um, Ozark, the the scene that that put that comes on, you're like that, it, it's just perfectly timed, and you're like yo that is great. That album is ridiculous. Um, so I joined DJ Premier and Greg Nice. Yeah, right. yeah. So <laughs> my album of the year, like uh, I battled because there's a lot of good music, uh, but then I was like. You know, I'm, I'm, let me find my list. Where the hell is it at? Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, Hip hop. I'm preaching hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. Like, it's almost like comfort food. Like, you know, in a rough year, like, you need comfort food. You need lyricists, you need um, instrumentals, you need music, all that. You need all that, like a perfect combination. And you need, like, a familiar face to deliver or a familiar voice to deliver like, a great album. Um And I will also say, like, the album is produced by like, probably, I was probably producer of the year. Like, this hit boy was all over the place this year. And so for my number one, I went with Nas, King's Disease, just top the to bottom, like, hip-hop. And, it, you know, so we got Nas, I got Nas and Jay in one year, indirectly. But, um, yeah, and I think we were talking about this when uh with Vic when he was on uh from was busy, he was saying you know how he liked this album and I, for some reason I I couldn't figure out where it was gonna go and the more I listened to him, I was like you know this this album is album of the year so and I'm glad you know that uh, I stuck with it because that was for a second I was gonna change it, but it was like nah ride it out.
3: hit boy and alchemist man they 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 crushed 2020
0: huge years for them all
3: right so uh my my number my uh, the last one i'll mention i'm not gonna say it's my number one but um the last one i'll mention has been mentioned already you know what i'm saying for me like from front to back replayability um and just like features and top notch guests like uh i gotta go with alfredo man like and just, it was just a perfect marriage of music and and rhymes, and Freddie is just like as sharp as he's ever been on that joint. So, yeah. I got I gotta go with Alfredo.
0: Does he do his all his writing?
3: Uh, yeah, I would think so. Like, I he's just super nice with him, man. Like, yeah. I don't I yeah. don't really hear anybody else rapping like him. No, on anything. Like, he can probably. I mean, he's really the only one who's going bar for bar with Black Thought and Most Def on the same record. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody going up against those like that. So, But him, right. he can hold his own and just be like, oh, he probably got them. You know what I'm saying? You can argue that on those records. So I got to go Freddie. <laughs>
0: um, so while we got through that, that pretty good. I mean, I, I think every, I picked those who were... I, was th- I thought the Benny the Butcher was going to be on everybody's list. That's why I took it off so hard. mine. Because, but the what? When I. It was just too many. I was like, you know what? There's too many other things I could, I could put right there. Um, but that's the one I thought it was going to repeat. And I was shocked that Run the Jewels.
3: I'm, I'm mad what, I missed Run the
0: Jewels. <laughs> was yeah. the one that repeated. Um, and then I knew Alfredo was going to be throughout just because. I think we, we always talk about Freddie one way or another, and like with bandana and all that, and now this. So I'm interested to see like if you go back to Freddie's catalog, the progression of where he is like from bars is just ridiculous.
3: Yeah. yeah, I wonder if he'll do a hit boy joint next since he's since he touched on Madlib. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. and uh, Alchemist. And alchemist. Yeah, that was dope. Um, yeah, so. We did uh top five albums, I think we had what else do we have to do or something else. Oh yeah. This so I can find my graphic. Shit. All right, all right. So, what a soul time. Um, so, we don't have a copper drop tonight because I figure we we'll just go around talking sneakers. Um, I know a couple of you guys have picked. So, are we are we gonna do uh, a shoe? Are we are we showing our shoes tonight too, or are we just gonna talk? I mean
2: I, I mean, I have shoes. I don't have anything. I have,
0: I, have, know. I think he cut his cool. camera off so he can, <laughs> <laughs> so he can grab a <laughs> picture. Right. I
2: definitely got shoes if we go do this.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody, let me do that as well, right? Uh, so let's do that first. Let's actually do the For the Soul portion, then we'll go and we'll talk uh, Sneaker of the Year. Okay? So uh, let's do this. Since I'm up in the camera first. Uh, so this week. Oh should we wait for E.E.'s? E's he's got his camera off.
1: <laughs> I have to mention this. There you go. When E hits the karate chop in the <laughs> intro, that puts me out. That's the best part of these. <laughs> <right there>, man. <laughs> the karate chop like seals the deal. So this we wanna look good. That'd be-
0: out, man, a little different box. But I got the okay.
3: Nice. They got the Ooh. React joint
0: in them, I think. Yep. Was... Yeah. yep. The breeze. I love React. Yeah. Right, these joints are just mad comfortable. Uh I love the put up this material right here. It does got like uh you know me, I like colors too. So I actually, really don't comfortable shoe. The shoestrings, the laces are are like flat vinyl almost, but they don't Super comfortable. Materials-wise,
3: like Nike has been like really going forward. You know what I'm yeah. saying with all the recyclable materials and the right. different type of stuff they've been doing lately.
0: And that heel cushion, mean like These are really meant to run in too. So, but I'm I'm I'm, I like, I'm liking the Jordan and uh, React collabs that he's putting together.
2: What's that stretch like as far as the um uh, these do I mean they as far as what this material? Yeah.
0: Nah, it's yeah, it stretch, right. No, no stretch at all. Like yo, only breathable it's breathable mesh is what they call it. And then only kind of stretch part is this right here on the side, perhaps. Okay. Like but other than that, like this is you lock it and it's true to size, so yo, but, that uh, last
1: comment is really making me laugh.
3: No one know what no no one
1: no, 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 <laughs> know the vibes.
3: You know the vibes.
0: all
1: right. Um, um so uh not to give too much away, but a lot of people know uh, I am a big fan of the three stripes, but I don't actually have any three stripes joints in my top five to end the year. But I do have a pair for the last form the soul of the year. This was actually my favorite Adidas drop outside of some of the Star Wars joints that they did. But this is an all time favorite Adidas sneaker for me that they restocked this year, um, and I was fortunate enough to come through on the app. But um, the the red and black, basically the bread 350 V2s. This is this is one of the joints that um, was had been in my StockX following portfolio. Since they came out, one of the ones where I've been monitoring the prices for forever because before they restocked, these joints were selling for over like $1,000, which is crazy. Um, but they re-released them, and like I said, I was fortunate enough to come through on the app. And so uh, for me, even though I don't have any Adidas in my top five, which is kind of crazy, but I had to make sure that I spotlighted these because these are one of these are one of my favorites. So I was glad that I was able to to scoop these for retail. So- Dope, nope. hi right.
2: all right uh this is not the actual box form but uh <laughs> 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 it'll give you a little little indication of what it
3: where are your kicks, ladies and gentlemen hey,
2: yeah. hey. uh but I'm gonna go with uh you know the simple fact that you know we won that chip this year uh i bought these man years ago and you can tell i've never worn them maybe twice because the uh the souls changed colors on me and that's how real it is but i'm going with yeah it.
1: yo you know, look at this.
2: talking about like i when i i got a chance to cop these i didn't even i didn't even blink and i said this these are too dope not to get with the la right. on there
1: the with details me. golly
2: i mean i'm talking about like still like i probably put my foot in this maybe one time and i was in the house and as you can <laughs> see it stayed in the box and it got discolored but i i would still wear them just like this still both of them look at this it's not even a game <laughs> not even a game yeah, but, these, right. but these shits is hard like to this day like i knew once they won that chip again that i would have to bring them out and i had to go to the storage unit for these fyi hey. Hey. <laughs> That's
0: what i'm talking about dope 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 uh why are you up there why we got you uh let's Ugh. run through let's run through your, your top five Again, you you'll just be mentioning your top your, your top four, and I have the the fifth. Your sneaker of the year ready to go when, when you when you get to that get to that uh, point.
2: Damn, I have to go back to my phone. My number five, I think, was the.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yo. <laughs> Now, everybody think that's a dig, but that's because he got that purple and gold on him. That's why yeah, i saying. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think my my number five was the uh, was the uh, oh, the uh, the the dunk, not the dunk, the, the Air Force, the, the ones, the mocha, dark mocha ones. Those are my number fives. Uh, I, you know what? I was salty cb put up that damn shoe cb go every- it? <laughs> right. I knew got it. everybody's five
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it hurt but you know what to be honest with you what I, the reason why that's my five uh the cleanest shoe that could be put with a whole lot and at the end of the day i still probably would rock that one maybe two or three times and then i'd put it up that that's where that shoe sits, in. that's because number that's if I'm doing that to that shoe, then number five is where that would sit for me. Uh I guess I'm going through the rest of them. Four. Let's go straight to uh my four. Okay, my four was I believe oh the Air Max won the London. Yep. When I tell you. Uh, again just air max in general you know air max one uh seems to be my uh if you will my 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 creme de la creme or my taste of choice uh for this year uh and it may seem like it's gonna spill over into next year uh my third was jeez what was my third what I put down air max OG 95s yeah couldn't 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 go without those. Um, I feel like regardless, the, the, they got to be the OGs, and then they came out with another version that was kind of a uh redefined model of whatever. It just only further lets you know that the OG can stand by itself years yeah. later. And we talk yeah, right. about you don't want no other color other than the the neon and the and the gray. Like it just uh, alone, they can they gonna come out with it next year, and I'm still gonna put it on my top five next year just because that's how dope of a shoe it is. Yeah. Um, my number two was I know what my number one is, so I got I'm trying not to make sure I get that. Yeah, the number one, the number two, uh, just the off white, the off white forest pops. I know you still on on here, bro. Look, I know I asked for a whole lot. I'm I, you know if you can go ahead and put your hands on those in a size nine and send those to your son, I would greatly <laughs> appreciate that. You know, from a distance, you know what I'm saying. But uh that shoe, I'm gonna tell you right now, between that one and my number one. That's the one that I feel like that the the fact that it's a woman's shoe, straight up. It don't even matter. Right. That thing can go on anybody's foot and it's gonna make that person look so <laughs> much better. <laughs> 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 it, just, it just is what it is. So there's my there's my four. All right. Go ahead. You ready for your one?
0: Go ahead. I got you
2: I got the graphic for your one. All right. And uh if you know me you already know i, I speak of this person highly uh and uh hands down probably the best the best christmas shoe ever to be graced on the nba floor and my number one shoe is the grinch hands down like and took the major L getting at with two with a phone, a laptop. And <laughs> used the, I used the I used the company laptop, which I probably should not have done, but I did it anyway. And I still came up like it, you know, sure. not. But um, yeah, man. When you talk about these, like, there you you can't you can't even talk about Christmas uh games and not like want to look at. So first of all, when he was playing, what he had on his feet. And when he came out with these was the was, I believe was the the first initial trend to everybody then going into their bag for Christmas. Cause he came out with the Grinches and everybody was like, what in the hell is going on here? So bottom line. Crazy. The number one shoe out there that came out this year, and damn it. If I saw somebody at the Starbucks with that with them hoes on today, if I was, a, if it mean, they hurt, that hurt. And I it, wanted those, let me just tell you, they weren't wearing them right either, just hella tied up. Just oh my god, I just man.
1: disrespectful.
2: It, it was hurtful. So, anyway, I'm off. <laughs> Vanessa. Right, right. She did say that she was gonna, uh, she was gonna uh, get with Nike after the, uh, I think after the year is up, and uh, yep. see if she can drop some more for everybody to be able to get their hands on. So, hey, look, shout out to Vanessa if she can make yeah, that probably. happen for real. All
3: right, like the, um, like the albums. I don't think i really considered them ranked, but um, I'm gonna go through my list here. Um, so I put your
0: top one at the. That's the graphic I yeah that
3: was the first one but i, I mean it's kind of it's kind of number one or it could be it could be number five but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> i just put i think i might have put that one at the top just because i was like i couldn't get this shoe and i really wanted it That's um good. but so i'm gonna start with the at from the bottom we'll do with the uh the 11 jubilees uh it was just a dope you know what i'm saying streamline just crazy shoe that would go in anything, and still just took nothing but these on them. Still haven't been able to have them.
2: You See know how know they do it though? So they go. Exactly. That's they, what I'm saying. Like, they, like right? <laughs> that's cool. That's oh, cool. This, this is what you was talking about. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? These, <D's>? right?
3: <laughs> so, um, the the next one on the list is haven't even come out yet, but. those adapt 11s is a crazy shoe and i i mean i mean if they put out a bread version of that shoe like my head might explode honestly like (laughs) because that that white joint is crazy
0: have you seen the uh ig video of um joe hayden um putting on the adapts nah yeah Yeah. ridiculous Ridiculous. You got
3: them. Hold on. Your pop said, "Hmm, got those." Are so you talking about bread? He probably trying trying about, to to okay. right, right. about to say you got some exclusive. All right, <laughs> oh, he does. He
0: does. does. I'm he does. sure he
3: does. He, he probably does. Does. That's an NBA type stuff. So we'll keep it moving. <laughs> 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 the uh, so the next one on the list was the the off white sale Force. Like this shoe was just ill. You know what I'm saying? Just well. Well done, and just a classic silhouette. So, uh, I'm sure you know everyone agrees on that one. The next one is a personal favorite the Vapor Max uh, 2020s was a crazy, comfortable, just the most comfortable Air Maxes I've ever put my foot in. That's Um, right, you stole the pair, right? Yeah, I got the first pair, and then, um, the the colorways though, like some some of the colorways are crazy. So, I I really walk with that shoe. He'll try to wait till they go and sell because I don't want to spend like 250 every time <laughs> on the gate on these joints, but
0: it's
3: a it's a crazy shoe. Um and last uh is the duncan Like to me, it's like the most creative joint. Um the whole
0: packaging.
3: Yeah, the packaging, the materials, and the way they tied it all together. It's just a a well look, it's a crazy concept, but it's just uh they pulled it off to me like really well. So, not to say that it's my number one, but it's in the top five. Like, it's just
2: a, a great looking shoe. Yeah, that that that's that shoe can definitely stand. Like,
1: absolutely.
0: Just, yeah. All right. Um, Zang, uh, let's see if he closes that. I right? gotta <laughs> yeah, go back. Um, so I think my fives was at the Jubilees. Um, I think the hype around the 25th anniversary, eleven. I think I mean you got to go with eleven no matter what colorway it is because I mean eleven is the classic silhouette. Yeah. Pat and just kills it.
3: Um hey, before you continue, why didn't why do you think they didn't go with the adapt as the 25th anniversary? That is a really
0: good question. I don't know, and I was thinking. That along with why not do like a um maybe what the eleven colorway since it's the 25th anniversary put all of the main colorway. Right.
1: That is that, that price tag though. Yeah, that that
3: price tag is crazy. Talk I ain't gonna lie, it. but the shoe is dope. But yeah, the price that's tag is like
1: crazy. the main <laughs> thing holding it back.
3: I mean, so, look like, Nike. at <laughs> I mean, the Vapor Max is a general release shoe. Isn't it's, it's two fifty. You know what right. I'm saying for regular shoes, like it ain't right. a retro. It's, it's nothing special about that joy. It's just this year's <laughs> Vapor Max and it's
0: two fifty. Right. 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 Um, yeah. Um, so the Jubilees, uh, the Grinches, we all we all try to get yeah. the Grinches uh, to Dunkins. We all try to get those I, I think I'm more disappointed. These are the ones I did not get. Well, I was outside of the Jubilees. The uh, fours, Sail Force. But I think that the the hype, the, the hype shoe for the year, like, I think it started over the summer. And I think that it kind of sparked the rest of um, what, what they were going to do with the dunks. And I think that, so for me, the sneaker of the year, gotta be I had to have I, th- I think the Chunky wins this year, just outside of just the look. The look was just crazy alone. The cow print, um, you know, obviously with the Ben & Jerry's, the packaging. I just think it was the the, hype, the most hyped sneaker and most sought after the whole year. And I just think that was, it led the way for the rest of the dunk packaging, I think, that we got for the rest of the year. Like the, the dunk is at the, the oven and the Nerf ball and the, like the TV dinner tray, I think. It started with the the Ben and Jerry's ice cream box with the with the with the dunks in it. So that's my sneaker of the year is the chunky.
1: Probably no surprise to anyone. I had more trouble with this top five than I did with the album's top five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got just it. been
3: like top 5 shoes I was actually able to get. I right.
0: yeah. oh, mean, he got all his top 5. That's Exactly. Nah, nah. <laughs> We, might, that, we, that we was might
1: messed up because a couple of the joints on here like that I would want to say like I'm not pulling out the chunky dunkies. You know what I mean? I'm not even pulling out the jubilees which were which are uh number 5 on my list. Um you guys know that the Jordan One is my favorite Jordan model of all time, but I think that even with the cool like the Dior stuff that they did this year, um, just the the Jubilee being for the 25th anniversary, you can't go wrong with that black patent leather on an 11. Like, and then, like that's just a that's just a dope looking shoe. It's just it, it looks great. You could wear it with the tucks. You could wear it with some gym shorts. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's a great that's a great shoe. Um, So that was my number five. Number four, um, holding it down with one of the non top two brands, I guess, uh, New Balance, the uh, Joe Fresh Goods uh, 992s uh, dropped over all-star weekend. Um, The color palettes like reds and pinks, like they're nuts. Um, And I think that New Balance did a lot of dope stuff this year. We taught, we had the, uh, the solid memory, um, joints as a copper drop. Um, they did the, they did, a um, Emily door, uh, collab this year, which was crazy. Um, like new balance, they, they, they had a great 2020. So the, the Joe fresh kids joints for me though, those were the best ones. Those are my number four. Uh, number three had to go with the Grinches. Um. I think that in the bubble, it was actually the the five protros that everyone was wearing. But when you're bringing back one of the most iconic Christmas sneakers of all time, like you already mentioned, you know, like you, you have to have that out there. So blown that I was not able to get them with any of the raffles, any of the avenues that I tried to get them. Um, more L's, you, L's had of, you had a lot
0: of this year.
1: I like. It was a good year. Like I, I'm not going to complain <laughs> too much. Um, uh, it's one of the. I joke a lot about not hitting on sneakers, but I hit more on sneakers in 2020 than any other. All the other years combined. So um, something was going on. Uh, but the Kobe Six, the Grinch, that had to be mentioned. Had to be mentioned. Um, my number two. And this is where I'm gonna get into all the honorable mentions because it was the year of the dunk. Um, But my dunk of the year was not the general consensus dunk of the year. I do think that either, you know, the Chunky Dunkies, you could talk about the Travis Scott's. um, You could talk about uh, the Sean Cliver ones at the end of the year. You could talk about the strange love joints that Sean Cliver was also involved in the year. All those are crazy my favorite dunk of the year was the collab that they did with civilis um shop out a skate shop out of berlin these joints are nuts because in the heat they change color and to me yep. that is just the dopest detail um and it's, it's one thing to have different materials on a shoe it's another thing to have one of these joints that actually changes yep. like the actual look of the shoe um with something like that so to me just that entire idea was super dope, which then leads me to my number one shoe of the year. This is not one that I think you'll find on most people's list, Um, but it's something that I think most of us appreciate. I know E will appreciate this, but I went with the Air Max one and I went with the Amsterdam versions of the Air Max one from the City Pack earlier this year. When these were dropping in March, I, there were, like, I was trying to move mountains to make sure that I got <laughs> either of these or the London's. Didn't get either of them, right? So then like, it was one of the ones that it just, we made sure that we, we scooped. I think the details on here are crazy from the, the canals on the back to uh, on the other shoe, right? Because I got the right shoe on the left shoe It has three X's on the side, which is representative of the Amsterdam coat of arms. Um, You've got a mixture of materials on here from suede, tumbled leather, corduroy. Like it checks off all the boxes for me and what I like in a sneaker from the details to the materials. And then you talk about, it's on one of the most classic silhouettes of all time. Like the Air Max one is timeless. So. Um, I think it's dope that they, you know, they brought back the nineties this year. They did a lot of cool stuff with the nineties. Um, there's always cool stuff going on with like the 97s. You guys know that the 98s are probably my favorite air max of all time, but you just cannot go wrong with a pair of air max ones.
3: All right. right. I I forgot to throw in a couple of honorable mentions. The, um, the ISPA overreacts. Um, I love the, the React materials, y'all know, but the yep. Ipo React joints are crazy and super comfortable. I'm gonna try to get my hands on some of those next year. And then on um, the Space Hippie 04s, yep. I've seen them on foot, like on, they look kind of crazy when you just see them on, on the computer, but when you see them on Maybe. foot, them joints look crazy. But
2: they're, they're probably mad comfortable.
3: comfortable. Exactly. They, they look dope crazy. too.
2: Yeah.
3: All those yeah, I got like, I'm serious.
2: Yeah, I gotta throw my honorable mention, probably was the uh the what the fives. Yeah, those was, those was a big release this year too.
1: Yeah. I like how none of us really mentioned the Dior joints because we never had a chance at those joints, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, a, it's,
3: it's a Jordan one, I'm not spending yeah. two rights on that. It's right.
1: just because that it, like if you look up most top sneaker lists. They're gonna have they're gonna have the chunky donkeys on there, which completely understandable though. That was an amazing drop, but a lot of like if we're just going on the hype meter, I like how we didn't all just go with the stuff that was at the absolute tippity top of the height. <laughs> otherwise, it would just be you know. My meter was something I could probably you know
0: at least attempt to get with my with, with my pockets. I, I, de- I my rather have a dabber
3: Dan one than a than a Dior one. We, I can pick my stuff
0: that the dr was just so unattractive that i didn't even look that way <sighs> it's like yeah.
2: a purse on your foot yeah and i think it i think what also threw me off was you know they when they like imposed them on jordan's feet while he was like like warming up <laughs> and i was just like never in the world would he would have rocked them drs like on the like just stop it like they, I, like you said i think they hyped it up a little too much where people were just like Nobody's even uh, taking you serious
1: if you get this shoe right now. Right. Oh, and the, they're bringing back – I don't know if you guys saw. They're dropping those uh, Kobe hey, you questions. You Kobe know like,
0: questions. The yellow – yeah, the yellow yeah. Um, Not Yeah. That we're so, sleeping on them,
1: there's just – there were so many shoes that dropped this year. Yeah. Like, it, like um, could, we, we could have a top ten just of, like, you We could have a of top just like, Right.
0: Uh, Brandon, was that so? Is that your shoe of the year, your sneaker of the year, while you're in here? And you said Big Sean earlier, so was Big Sean your album of the year? Molly um, here. And so a couple people, one person responded to the um, the album of the year, and then their uh, sneaker of the year. So just um, just Young, who used to work with CB, uh, mm-hmm. his was the. I don't know what happened to the picture. But it was it was the Air Max 97, but it was the. It was a blue and silver uh, colorway. You know, obviously, he's a Cowboys fan, so that was his. <laughs> said that. Um,
2: Feel sorry for him.
0: <laughs> I think he said his arm of the year uh, was Sean. Big Sean was his like, So.
3: One was I- one that was kind of like purple or pinkish that came out like near the in the fall. I can't remember. Uh, I'm blanking on them joints. It was like kind of, but we all tried to go for him. <laughs> I can't remember what it was.
0: Uh, was it uh, Air Max?
3: Yeah, it was the 90s, I think. Either or one or the 90s. I think it was
1: the
0: one. Oh, yeah, yeah. hold on. So many things have come out. I think I remember those, no.
3: but that was an honor, bro. Mentioned one that was so that was dope.
1: In terms of total pairs this year, I de- Air Max won probably more colorways than any other shoe model for me, which I know. There's plenty of people out there that, you know, they're like, what? But yeah, no, I, so many different colors of the Air Max Ones, because like I said, you can't go wrong with them. So stable.
0: I think I, yeah. I cop Ones, some Jordan Ones the most this year. A um, couple of like the mid releases, like the mid release has some really dope colorways. Uh, I was able to copy Travis's this year. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that was, like, the most, like, silhouette that I got this year. So I thought I made – I got – well, actually, I got a couple Oswegos this year, too.
3: For me, it was all about React Flyknits. I got, like, two pair. <laughs> Epic React Flyknits, and I had a pair from last year. Yeah. Um, and then I got the the Flyknit, uh 2000 joint. So I'm all about the Flyknit, the comfort. Mm-hmm. forget the height you know what i'm saying I'm too old for the height the comfort is <laughs> great.
2: Yeah, i feel it i feel it. I'd, I'd say my best pickup was probably the uh the, the the iversons even though the the air max ones the graffitis was probably dope to me um the ones that i like i said if i could have copped the londons i probably would have you know i'd have i'd have been good i could have said you know what i can i can pass this year knowing that uh we did all right you know <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 we did all right but uh no, nah, you know, so but the, yeah, the questions like clearly getting those is almost like a nostalgia thing, you know, at the end of the day. So
3: I did cut the fire red fives, but uh, to me, that's just a that didn't come out this year, that's just a classic shoe that just happened to drop that you just gotta go get if you can. With honorable mention on that one, too. Um, definitely, Pops. definitely,
0: yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you, definitely appreciate it,
3: Pops, much appreciate it.
0: So yeah, let's let's get into some reflection real quick uh, before we head out of here. Um, First of all, I want to thank everybody who continues to support the show, uh, who was able to, you know, if if you watched once this year, twice this year, ten minutes, five seconds, whatever it was that you you know took out of your time to to invest into us and um, just chill with us, you know, we appreciate that for sure. Um, We want to thank everyone who partake uh, in the Black Business Series, because I think that was a a big step for us this year, and it allowed for us just to get some range and some depth to, you know, to some content, you know, our our content. Um, You know, it's been a a crazy year. I'm not going to go on a a rant about, you know, how I've been going all year, but it's been a crazy year, but I think that you know, 2021 obviously is right around the corner. We're going to be Essentially, in the same place we are at the beginning of the year, but you know, there's always hope that you know, by the end of the year, you know, we'll be in a different, different place or different position. Uh, but you know, just we still got to be diligent. You know, just because it's 2021 now doesn't mean that COVID's gone away. It's not a, it's not a thing that lasts for a year and all of a sudden it's going to disappear. You know, we still got to do the right things, and the vaccination is going around now, so. If you're going to take it, you know, take it. If not, you know, I, I'm still, ai think, a second rounder. I'm a, I got to wait back and I got to plot and see how people are maneuvering after they get it. So, but that's, that's all I got to say. I mean, you got anything.
1: Definitely just want to thank everybody, you know, for the continued support. Um, and honestly, for as crazy and terrible 2020 has been, I want to say for us like they're like the pod has been a bright a bright spot you know what i mean like um us moving from just strictly doing audio to now actually having a um, a platform where we can be more interactive because we know that that's something that uh really makes this show special in my opinion uh everybody that we uh have on uh, in the comments joking around um and e coming on board man like that was a big part of of this year and the evolution the leveling up uh, of of everything that we're doing here so um i think that you know we can't leave out the west coast perspective that we were able to gain here in 2020 um and i think that you know it actually gives us a good springboard for going into the new year and you know we got some stuff to be excited about even though really it's the exact same situation as it was back in <laughs> the
3: Absolutely, man. I couldn't say it better than uh, either one of you said it, man. Like, you know, to to put it plainly, like, this year has been a year of just pivot, like, pause and pivot and then, like, collect the, you know, whatever's left and try to make the best of it. I mean, I got, like, a TV studio in my house now, never – would have really considered going down that route, um, but here we are, right? Like we've, you know, managed to keep this show going. Like we didn't, we didn't give up. We tried many methods of trying to make it work, and then we found of groove. You know what I'm saying? We've added to the show, um, and like I've been like kind of going back and forth on like being frustrated with the a lot, so many opportunities that were lost this year, you know what I'm saying, we had a lot of live events that we were supposed to do. Um and a lot of like money left on the table, but you know what I mean, like at the end of the day, like I I really I've never spent more time with my family than I've spent this year. Um and we've been, you know what I mean, since we've been doing this remote, it's a lot easier to get on every week. You guys aren't hiking across the, the beltway, you know what I'm saying, to get together and I think that is reflected in the show as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think we definitely grew by leaps and bounds. Yeah. Adding E to the show, you know, it brings a total different dimension and perspective. And even we got segments now, all this stuff that we've been able to do Um, that we just, you know what I mean? We That 2020 brought out of us, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm looking forward to what we're doing next. You know what I'm saying? Salute to lo- Salute to y'all. I love y'all, man. I want to make sure I say that.
1: Love you you know too, bro. Saying, camera like
3: 2020 it's yeah. been unbelievable but i'm happy to have people like y'all to be able to you know what i'm saying walk through the fire
2: with absolutely and i appreciate you appreciate you too, brother keep it short man everybody done said everything you know uh but i appreciate just uh, being able to come on the platform and uh you know just bring my little my little side of the world into it and uh you know, from there, like I said, I feel like we'll continue to do good things. Um, I feel like we got a great product and it's it's about the most organic that you can get it. You know what I mean? With uh, everything that comes with it, especially with the audience that we have in the in the chat room that yeah. you, you can't pay for that. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's just real. So um, the Black Business Series was a good look. Um, I think it just shows that, you know, uh, we can pivot and do uh, many things, uh, and we can be serious, we can laugh, we can joke, um, you know, we can talk about, uh, anything and and be on point with it, have a very open mind, and at the end of the day, you know, respect everybody that, that comes across the platform and what we're trying to do, uh, 2020, you know, definitely whooped a lot of people's asses, and it's gonna continue to whoop that ass, you know, because we ain't done yet, Uh, (laughs) But, uh, I do feel that you know this was a good platform, and uh, at the end of the day, I'm looking forward to what we got going going into next year so uh and again, I can't say it enough. I appreciate y'all for bringing me on, you know, I'm trying to hold my own, you know what I mean, and uh and that's all i can uh, that's all I can you know put together, so with
0: time, you'll be a little better, you know that's why that's why I'm being patient with you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, again, uh, real quick, like and subscribe our page. That's our page right there. We are something else, WRSC Podcast. Um, and then look, we we right back at it next week. But we'll be back on our regular date uh, day, the Thursday. Um, so I'm not, and I'm really not. Actually, no. Plug it, Marcus. This is your this is this is your show. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. So next week we're gonna bring on Jerome Baker the third one of dc's finest djs and i really like he's all over the country like you know i'm saying west coast new york miami you know i'm saying so we got a um a new project that we're putting out um georgetown waterfront if you check my um instagram i put the playlist actually out on title but we have a mix coming on friday or whenever i think it's uh new year's day so friday Uh, we have a mix coming out through charge with sedition on mix cloud. So stay on the socials on that. I'll be posting a link to that as well. So you can get the mix uh, project, but then you can get the playlist now, get you in those vibes, get you ready for next year. But Georgetown waterfront is a, is a new brand that we're doing It's is yacht rock. So think about, you know what I'm saying? Michael McDonald and, you know, George Benson, like classic, just laid back, music that you need in 2020 to kind of take you off the edge that's that's where it's at georgetown waterfront it's a dope ass name.
0: yeah Yeah. and uh oh so real quick um let's shout out uh ot show you know i saw our brothers in podcasting um you know they they did some great things this year Uh, um Even from the OT show, uh, they launched BBW the second uh, season. He's got something great going on. They did the the political show, Um, and then shout out to our homies that we did the mashup with the Hot Seat podcast: uh, Sean, Earl, Dave, and Eric, um, our other brothers in the podcasting game. Uh, There's a lot in store for 2021 that we we got on the table, and it'd be interesting to see how it's going to play out. Uh, and then Sean is supposed to be giving us the album this week. So I've been even hyping this thing. He's been sending me, Are you ready? kind of text messages and then sending me like these fire, like snippets, like 20 second snippets of songs that he's been doing. And I'm like, Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm uh, awaiting that album for a couple of personal reasons. And then once it, once we get it, you know, I'll share them with everybody. But uh, let's see who who's going to have the last, the last comment of, uh 2020
3: year. Yeah, we're not gonna be on before uh before the big day, right? So yeah, now right.
2: Friday. Happy birthday, right. bro! Happy birthday,
0: bro! Yeah, man, appreciate y'all. Uh, again, we'll be back in 2021. We are something else, y'all. Peace. Peace. You.